Welcome into high school softball here on the Prairie Communication Sports Network. Postseason softball, our first playoff game coverage of the 2022 season. We're at Monmouth Park. It's the Monmouth Roseville Titans taking on the Deer Creek Mackinac Lady Chiefs here in the quarterfinal of the of the uh, Farmington sectional. Of course, the first rounds of baseball and softball for the last uh, uh, several years have been at the higher seed, and Monmouth Roseville's the higher seed. They're the ninth seed, taking on the tenth seeded. Lady Chiefs, this is the first first postseason hosting for the Monmouth Roseville Titans softball program. It's a pretty neat deal out here at Monmouth Park. Fans are excited about hosting some postseason postseason softball. Monmouth Roseville six and seventeen on the season. The DMAC Lady Chiefs at three and nineteen. The Titans uh, coming off a program record season eight wins last year and also making it to the regional championship, losing to losing to Kiwani. Five to two after beating Orient in the semifinals. That was the first first regional championship appearance as well for the Titans uh, last season. So trying to build on that, but they switched conferences. They went from the West Central Conference to the Three Rivers Conference in all sports this year for Monmouth Roseville Athletics. The football program has been a part of the track for quite a while, and uh, all the sports have joined up this year. And with that came a, a little bit tougher schedule as well with the West Division of the Three Rivers Conference, containing your defending state champion, Rockridge Rockets, Sherrard Tigers, a uh, long history of, uh, of uh, winning softball. Also, Erie Provincetown, who is a uh, top seed in this year's postseason, just a killer of a division schedule for the Titans. So 6-17, and 17, really, uh, coming off an 8-win year last year, not too bad with kind of a bump in, uh, in, in competition as well. Deer Creek Mackinac again, 3-19. and 19. They have won two of the last... Six games. So two of their three wins have came in their last six ball games. The Monmouth Roseville Titans are two and three in their last five games. I got a chance to talk to head coach Jared Hippen of the Monmouth Roseville Titans. Coach Hippen is in his fifth season here with Monmouth Roseville after spending 13 years at Stark County, winning a couple of regional titles at Stark while he was uh, while he was with the Rebel softball program. Well, he switched over to Monmouth Roseville trying to build a program here, and he's doing a pretty darn good job. But we'll talk about that during the interview coming up on. Uh, in 30 seconds, you're listening to the Keller Printing pregame show. Keller Printing has been on the public square since 1924 in downtown Monmouth. Keller Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. I'm Sean Temple, broadcasting from the Victorious Furniture Broadcast booth, and this game brought to you by the Greater Warren County United Way. All funds donated to the Greater Warren County United Way go directly to agencies and programs created for Warren County communities. We'll have the Security Savings Bank pregame coaches interview in 30 seconds. Welcome back to the WRAM pregame show. Join me on the pregame show. Head coach of the Mama Throwsville Titans, Mr. Jared Hippen. Coach, what a beautiful day for softball. Maybe a little windy, but you guys have dealt with that all year. Yeah, you know, what a day would it be without, you know, 20-mile-an-hour winds and stuff like that. So, But it is uh, it's not real hot. It's, it's uh, not obviously cold, but uh, it's definitely a nice day. And, and hopefully maybe as the game moves along, the wind will die down a little bit. You uh, get to host the game, first time in program history. That's kind of neat. Yeah, uh, hopefully the girls are excited about it. You know, we talked a little bit about it um, during uh, you know the last few games about having the opportunity to host a home game for the first time, and uh, hopefully we you only know, take advantage of our home field. You know, take advantage of the home field. Actually, not playing too bad at softball here from about the halfway point on. Yeah, I think a lot of that's consistency of, of getting some games and. Uh, you know, uh, been up down a little bit, but uh, you know we've come away with two more wins along the way, and 
uh, hopefully we're just ready to go tonight, and uh, we just need to be able to do the fundamental things right in order to win games. And um, that's kind of probably why the reason we've been losing is maybe that lack of uh, focus and, and just making the simple, easy plays. And uh, we got to have that tonight. Uh, build the program here, and we talk about it a lot during our during our morning shows. Uh, it's progressing pretty darn nicely. Uh, yeah, maybe not as quickly as I would like to have seen it, but, um, you know, we're, we're being more competitive than what they have been in, in the past years, and and that's what, uh, you know, we want to be at least, at least be competitive and uh, know that teams have to show up and be ready to play in order to get a win over us. Uh, pretty good offense here. I'll tell you what, your top four or five hitters, uh, and I'm not just talking average-wise, slugging percentage-wise, too. Yeah, um you know, our top four or five hitters are doing a really nice job. You know, and if they're hitting the ball, obviously, um, you know, we're, we're scoring some runs. And and uh, if you come across some good pitching and they kind of hold them down and we struggle a little bit, uh, we just got to have everybody up down the lineup do their part, you know, take walks when they're giving to them, uh, you know, come up with that hit, whatever, to, to roll that top of the lineup back over uh, in order to drive in some runs and things. And really, the bottom of the order has been playing well the last couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, it's been kind of a shake-up a little bit with, uh, uh, you know, Cody Waddell being out a little bit the last couple of games. But, uh, you know, people stepped up, did uh, some nice things at the bottom of the lineup. And, and that's how you win some games, too. you got to have that. you got to have those, you know, six, seven, eight, nine batters be able to, to at least get on so you can roll the top of that lineup over more often. You've been doing this uh, quite a long time, this coaching thing. Never played Deer Creek Mackinac before, I found out last week on the morning show. I, I have never, you know, when I was a Stark or an out Monroe, never have played Deer Creek Mackinac and, and truthfully don't know much about them. And, you know, I just figure we just come, we just play ball, and, and uh, you know, hopefully, that, you know, we come ready to play and we find a way to get a win. Who's going to be in the pitching circle? Uh, Alexa Hunter will pitch, uh, Emily Cook will catch. Uh, uh, Yanni Ariaga Randolph will play at uh, first. Christina Dilly at second. Um, Jordan Mason at short. Adriana Butler at uh, third. Out left will be Lucinda Mendoza. Center will be Tony Ashby. And then in right will be uh, Kaya Patterson with our DP being Ilana Register. Flex Hunter, what's she bringing to the table? What's in her arsenal? Yeah, she's got good speed. Uh, the changeup has become a little bit better as, as we came along the season and the more games and, and working on it. Um, that's really kind of helped her out a little bit. Um, uh, been working, uh, her rise ball has been kind of helping her out, getting them to uh, swing underneath it a little bit. So uh, hopefully she, you know, she can hit her spots. That seems to be a problem a little bit sometimes, that maybe her lack of concentration uh you know, we're supposed to throw an outside pitch, something gets thrown on the inside, something of that nature, and, uh, you know, we were maybe didn't concentrate enough to throw the change up and, you know, uh, just didn't come across right or whatever. But, uh, you know, if she concentrates and focuses on what she's doing, she can be pretty effective. Coming off a regional championship appearance last year, it's going to take an extra step to get there this year, but first things first, right? That's right. you gotta, you know, got to win one before you go to the next one. So hopefully, you know, we'll come ready to play and pick up a win. All right, Coach, good luck. We'll talk to you afterwards. Thank you. Head Coach Jared Hibben with the Mama Throwsville Titans. We'll be back here on the pregame show. Welcome back to Mama Park as we're just getting ready to get this quarterfinal Class 2A regional game underway between Mama Throwsville and Deer Creek Mackinac. And Mama Throwsville at 6-17 on the season. Head Coach by Mr. Jared Hippen 
the Deer Creek Mackinac Lady Chiefs, 3-19 and on the season, co-head coaches with Terry Leach and Presley Denardi. Titans last season, 8-13, and a regional championship loss to Kiwani. Uh, last season, the Lady Chiefs were 3-18 and overall under uh, Coach Leach and Coach Denardi. Your officials tonight, your umpires, sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care. In Mammoth and Gellsburg, make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Uh, no national anthem tonight, but if the national anthem was played, it would have been uh, sponsored by your local Allstate Insurance Agency, Stand Insurance in Mammoth since 1919. I guess your starting lineups for both ball clubs. We'll go uh, with the Mammoth Roseville Titans defensively. First, they are the higher seed, the ninth seed in this uh, Tremont subsectional. Farmington Regional, this this uh, game tonight will be the rest of the tournament. Regional regional tournament will be played at Farmington High School. The winner of this will move on to tomorrow night's uh, regional semifinal against 19-6 Brimfield Elmwood. they got the top seed in the, the uh, Tremont subsectional. Defensively, pulled them on the throws, they'll tighten. In the outfield, left fielder Lucinda Mendoza, she's a sophomore. Senior Carly Ashby in center field. And right fielder Kaya Patterson, she's a senior as well. You're infield defensively for Monmouth Roseville. Third baseman, senior Adriana Butler. Shortstop, junior Jordan Mason. Second baseman, Christina Dilley. She's a senior. And at first base, another senior, Ayana Ardiaga Randolph. The battery for the Monmouth Roseville Titans behind the plate, junior Emily Cook. And in the pitching circle, junior Alexa Hunter. Batting order for the DMAC Lady Chiefs. Leading off pitcher, Mackenzie Knowles. She's a freshman. All underclassmen in the starting lineup for the uh, Lady Chiefs. Shortstop, uh, batting second, Mackenzie McKenna Carrithers. She's a junior. Batting third, third baseman Isabella Weir. She's a sophomore. Alexa Cottingham, a freshman catcher, cleaning up for the Lady Chiefs this afternoon. Center fielder, sophomore, Aliyah Grimm, batting fifth. Sixth, Emerson McDaniel. She's a freshman playing left field. Sophomore, Aubrey Weishaupt. She is the right fielder. She'll be batting seventh. In the eight hole for the Lady Chiefs, Samantha Lauer. She's a junior. She'll play first base today. And Addison Carrither, she is another freshman playing second base. Uh, three, four freshmen in the starting lineup for the DMAC Lady Chiefs and uh, three, three sophomores. And we're ready to get underway. We'll give you your, we'll give uh, Lexa Hunter's pitching stats for the season as soon as we tell you that leading off for the Lady Chiefs is going to be the pitcher. McKenna Knowles, she takes strike one from Alexa Hunter. Second pitch from Hunter to Knowles, up and out. Four one count now to Mackenzie Knowles. Knowles, a 408 hitter for the uh, DMAC Lady Chiefs, the uh, top average on the ball club. Ground ball to the third base, a nice play. Falling down to her left and throwing a very quick Knowles out. That's a nice play by the third baseman, Adriana Butler, for Mammoth Roseville. Had to go down to one knee on the ball to her left. Hops up quickly and throws it across the diamond to first baseman. Cardiago Randolph for out number one. That means uh, shortstop McKenna Carruthers will dig in. She swings and misses at the first pitch from Alexa Hunter. This is Alexa's ninth, 18th start of the season. Takes a strike two. Uh, right now, Hunter all over the strike zone. It's early on here. Hunter, a 2.03 ERA. That's pretty impressive. 5 and 12 on the year. Popped up on the infield and drifting over, making the catch is the pitcher, Alexa Hunter. So two up, two down. 
for the DMAC Lady Chiefs. That'll bring up Isabella Weir. She's just a sophomore third baseman. Hunter, 5-12 and 12 overall record-wise, 49 walks, 127 strikeouts, so over a strikeout an inning. Up high and maybe a little outside, but definitely up high in the zone. Ball one to Isabella Weir. I think third for the Lady Chiefs. Second pitch on the way, swallow and a miss by Weir. One and one the count to Isabella. This will this game tonight will feed into the Farmington Regional. Also in the Farmington Regional is Farmington and Knoxville. Swallow and a miss. There's strike two. Good change of pace there by my Alexa Hunter pulled the string on that one. Got Isabella Weir way out front. One, two, the count. Just off the outside edge of the plate. So now the count is even. 2 2 with two away, top of the first inning. Regional softball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Up and away again. Can't get Weir to chase that up and away pitch. Count is full now. Pitch on the way from Hunter. Swallow and a miss. She strikes out Weir for her first strikeout of the ball game. It's the third out of the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. No runners left on base. After a half inning of play here at Monmouth Park, it is the Titans zero and the Lady Chiefs zero. We'll give your defense now between innings here for the DMAC Lady Chiefs. Your three outfielders from left to right, left fielder Emerson McDaniel in center, Aliyah Grimm, and in right field, Aubrey Weishaupt. They're infield from third to first for DMAC. Third baseman, Isabella Weir. Shortstop, McKenna Carrithers. Second baseman, Addison Carrithers. Carrithers up the middle there. Short and second. And at first base, Samantha Lauer. The battery today for the DMAC Lady Chiefs behind the plate. Alexa Cottingham and doing the pitching. Mackenzie Knowles, the freshman. Look at Knowles' stats on the year. She has pitched nearly every inning. 129 of the 135 innings for DMAC has been thrown by Mackenzie Knowles. 738 ERA. She's 3-17 on the year. Opponents hitting 361 off of Knowles. 102 strikeouts, a little less than, than a strikeout at inning for Freshman. Batting order for Monmouth Rosa. Leading off, Adriana Butler. Batting second, Jordan Mason. Tony Ashby will bat third. Alexa Hunter will be cleaning up for the Monmouth Rosa Titans. Batting fifth, Christina Dilley. Ayana Artiaga Randolph in the six hole. Lucinda Mendoza batting seventh. Emily Cook batting eighth and batting ninth. The designated player, Alana Register. She's a junior. She'll be hitting for Kaya Patterson, the right fielder today for. Mammoth Roseville. And the other two teams in the Farmington Regional, the, the winner of this one will play Broomfield at Homewood tomorrow night at the Farmington Regional at Farmington High School. Broomfield Homewood at 19-6. and six. The other semifinal will be played on Wednesday between Farmington, the four seed at 10-9, and nine, and Knoxville, the five seed, at an even 12-12. and 12. And then the championship game played on Friday afternoon at 4.30. Leading off, one with Roseville third baseman senior, Adriana Butler, takes the first pitch from Knowles, a little slap hitter, slaps it foul down the third baseline. Butler doing some slap hitting for you people new to the game of softball. Slap hitting is uh, hitting out of the left-handed batter's box and kind of walking, taking a couple steps toward the pitcher and then just kind of slapping it towards an infielder. The shortstop is the goal. And now a little pop over the pitcher's head to the second baseman, and Butler's going to beat that out easy. Infield single by Adriana Butler sets the table here for the two, three, four hitters from Amit Roseville. The ideal slap is to slap it right to the shortstop. 
it's the longest throw across the diamond to get the uh, hitter, but that time she just kind of popped it over the pitcher's head. The single now it brings up Jordan Mason to shortstop. She squares the butt and pass ball past the catcher. As the catcher kind of got up out of the crouch for uh, D-Mank, that's Alexa Cottingham off of her glove, and that'll move Butler to second base. Uh, looked like Mason squared around there and then pulled it back on the high pitch from from uh, Mackenzie Knowles, McKenna Knowles. And out swings and misses now. Coach Hippen, coaching third, head coach around the throws. Those got Jordan swinging away, swings through a fastball there. So one on the count. Nobody out running at second base here for Mama Throws. trying out squaring in the dirt, and he gets by the catcher again. Going to go all the way to the backstop. That'll put Butler at third now on the wild pitch. Now runner at third with nobody out. A 2-1 count on Mason. We'll see if Coach Hippen. Mama Throws is going to get a little tricky here. Maybe try to squeeze a run home. Third baseman and the first baseman. Pinching in now. Up and away, three and one now to Jordan Mason. Jordan on the season for the Titans, hitting 246. Does have five RBIs, looking for her sixth one here. And is uh, third on the team in doubles with three. And Mason swings through a fastball, so that fills the count up at three and two. Corners have backed up now with two strikes. The first and third baseman playing just in front of the bag, maybe just in front of the first and third base bag. Up and away, that's ball four. So Mason milks the walk. That puts runners at the corners. First and third, bottom of the first inning, no score. And Carly Ashby headed him on the college in the fall to play some softball, batting 569. What a, what a year so far this year. For, uh, there goes Mason without a throw. So catcher's in different stolen base, whatever you want to call it here. Early in the game, we're going to call that a stolen base and a ball to the hitter, Carly Ashby. Second and third now. Ashby chance to pick up a couple RBIs, now up in the zone again. Two and with Ashby. Ashby, 19 RBIs. That's tops on the club. Five doubles, six triples, and three home runs. Just a great year at the plate for Carly. Five, six, yeah. Going to be a Mount of College fighting Scott. Just catches the corner on the outside with a right-handed hitting Ashby. So two on the count now. Breaks a string of five straight balls by McKenna Knowles. Pitch on the way. Fly ball. Foul down the first baseline and out of play. So now Knowles is back in the count here at 2 2 on Ashby. Titans missing Carly Woodell. Missed the last couple of games, I think at least the last couple of games under the weather for Woodell. And now a fly ball to center field. That's going to be deep enough to score the run. Caught by the center fielder. And scoring on the sacrifice fly is Adriana Butler. And the Titans lead one nothing on the sacrifice fly RBI. That is the 20th RBI for Carly Ashby. Mason had to stay at second, so Alexa Hunter can help herself out here. Cleanup hitter for Mama Throwsville. Just off the outside edge of the plate. Ashby right or a Hunter, a right-handed batter. 
She had had a great year as well. 423. That's second on the ball club in average. 12 RBIs, four doubles, two triples, and a dinger. Wind is blowing from right to left on the field. Maybe even just a touch in. Fly ball popped out of play on the first baseline. That even the count of 1-1. Tightens up 1-0 with a run here at the bottom of the first. Drawing first blood here in this quarterfinal regional contest from Class 2A. 1-1 pitch to Hunter from Knowles. Found the outside corner. Good pitch. About knee high. A good spot for Knowles if she can, if she can stay in that area. And get through this top of the uh, order here from Mama Zosville, who put some runs on the board. And a whole slap down the first baseline foul. So Hunter stays alive. Catcher. Or Deer Creek Mackinac. Alexa Cottingham setting off away on the outside edge of the plate. Going to be out there again. She's almost in the left hand of the batter's box, both feet. And now a slap to first base. That'll do the job. That'll get the runner to third as the first baseman fields it takes the out herself for two outs. Samantha Lauer makes the play. Mason moves to third, which is going to be important. We've already seen a wild pitch in the pass ball by the uh, Lady Chiefs. Now another one would most likely score the uh, quick Jordan Mason from third. Christina Dilly digging in. Second baseman, senior. Mama Roseville up and away. First pitch from Knowles. So 1-0. Dilly, 262 hitter, three RBIs, a couple of doubles, and she does have a home run. Pitch up in the zone, so 2-0 and to Christina Dilly. First base coach, assistant coach for with uh, Jared Heppen, Ted Dilly, his daughter. Hoping to, come, hoping to meet his daughter here at first base. Swing and miss by Dilly. Now two and one to count. They would like to squeeze another run across here. They had second and third and nobody out. They'd like to get that second run. Hopping away, four ball three. Ayana Artiaga Randolph, a 150 hitter on deck. So if you are McKinnon Knowles, you don't really want to fool around too much with Dilly here. Try to take your chances with the 150 hitter. Fly ball, it's going to stay in play, but fall in front of the first baseman. Not able to make a play on it. Just didn't quite hang in the air long enough for the first baseman, Samantha Lauer, make the play. So a 3-2 count on Dilly. Pitch on the way. Pop up to the third baseman. Nice play running in, make a little shoestring catch to end the inning. Isabella Weir, nice play for the Lady Chiefs. So the top five, if they're scoring at home, ends the bottom of the first inning. But for the Titans, they get a run out of the deal. A leadoff single, infield single by Adriana Butler. She comes around to score on the sacrifice fly by Carly Ashby. One run on one hit. There are no errors and a runner left on base. After one pulling a play, it is Mama Throwsville 1, Deer Creek Mackinac. Lady Chiefs 0. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Back here at Monmouth Park, at the top of the second already underway. A little quick, uh, quick warm-up there from Alexa Hunter, but she gets Alexa Cottingham, the cleanup hitter for the Lady Chiefs, to ground out the shortstop. Nice play by Jordan Mason. A little dribbler past the pitcher. She came up, made a nice 
bent down, made a nice play, got a strong throw across the diamonds, Brown number one. So that brings up center fielder. She's a sophomore. Aaliyah Grimm takes first pitch from Hunter up and away. Nearly over Emily Cook's hit. And that comes right back in the strike zone and bounced straight back by Grimm. So the count is one and one on Aaliyah Grimm. Grimm hitting 239, got four RBIs, does have a double. 52 plate appearances. One of the Lady Chiefs in the dirt. Ball two. Two and one. Two ground. Three up, three down. The first, top of the first. One of the Lady Chiefs for Lexa Hunter. It's going to strike out. Now a fly ball to center. It's going to drop right in front of Ashby. Charlie Ashby for the tight. So the first hit of the game for the D-Mac Lady Chiefs by Aaliyah Grimm with one away here. And that'll bring in the freshman left fielder, Emerson McDaniel. McDaniel hitting 215. She's got eight RBIs. That's third highest. Takes a ball from Hunter. Emily Cook behind the plate for the Titans. We'll see if they get Grimm in motion. Now foul ball down the first baseline and out of play. Brings the count to 1-1 with one away here in the top of the second inning. Mama throws will lead the ball game one nothing. Here at Grimm's running numbers, no stolen bases on the year for Grimm. Inside, just about hits McDaniel, throws that back leg out of the way just in time. Very counts to 2-1, pitch on the way. Hunter working quickly, swung on a missed. Line McDaniel eludes catcher Cook, kind of handcuffs Cook on the inside pitch. Dribbles a little bit away from Cook, but not far enough that Grimm could advance. So 2-2 is the count. Change up. This is up high. Held on to that one just a little too long. Held that grip a little too long and stayed up in the zone. So now the count is full. Strike three right on the outside corner. Called. Strike three. That's strikeout number two. And out number two here in the top of the second inning. Big strikeout for, for Alexa Hunter. Now the left-handed hitting Aubrey Weishaupt, the right fielder. She's a sophomore, takes ball one. Grim, at first, a tying run for the Lady Chiefs. And up in the zone, ball two. Looking at Weishaupt's stats. Uh, does not have a hit yet on the year. Uh, just 11 plate appearances. So getting the start today. Inside, ball three. Three and oh now to Weishaupt with two away. So Weishaupt, just 11 plate appearances, eight of those strikeouts. And catches the outside corner on the left handed hitting Aubrey Weishaupt. So the count three and one. And ball four. Looks like uh, Hunter kind of slipped there on the release. Digging at the dirt there in front of the pitching circle in the, for a plant leg. That puts Tiger in the scoring position now with a, four, a five pitch walk to Weishaupt. And now Sam Lauer digging in. She's a 069 hitter. A couple RBIs, though, with that 069. Swings and misses at the fastball by Hunter. First and second, two away. Titans took the early lead, one nothing in the bottom of the first. 
swings and misses by Lauer again. Lauer, 14 strikeouts out of 32 plate appearances, so just about half of the time she's been at the plate. She's went down on strike. 0-2 pitch, swings and misses, and three pitches and three strikes from Alexa Hunter. That's her third strikeout. That ends the inning after the first hit to the Lady Chiefs. Gets stranded at second base. No runs. One hit. There were no errors. And two runners left on base. After one and a half innings of play, it is Mama Throwsville 1, DMAC 0. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Back here at Mama Park as we get set to the bottom of the second inning. It will be the 6-7-8 hitters for Mama Throwsville. Ayana Arteaga, Randolph, Lucinda Mendoza, and Emily Cook. First pitch, swallow and miss by Ayana Arteaga Randolph playing first base here for the Titans today. Take a look at uh, Randolph's numbers for the season. Hitting 150, does have a double. And inside on the pitch from McKenna Knowles. She's out for her second inning work. And again, has pitched all but six innings of 135 total innings for the Lady Chiefs. So she'll be out there a while. Takes ball two, two and one. Doesn't have the number of pitches. Yeah, there we go. Uh, it does have the number of pitches. 1,467 pitches this season for McKenna Knowles. That's a lot of pitches. Takes ball three, three and one. So after a swinging strike to Randolph on her first first toss, Cardiota Randolph has taken three straight balls. And gets a strike on the outside corner. Cardiota Randolph, left-handed batter. So just catches the corner on the outside. So now it's full count to Cardiota Randolph. Rocks and fires. Swings and misses. Strew rakes out. Cardiota Randolph. That's the first strikeout for McKenna Knowles. Out number one here in the bottom of the second inning. That'll bring up Lucinda Mendoza, the sophomore left fielder. Mendoza hitting 277, got six RBIs, no extra base hits on the season. Pitch foul away at the plate. Check swing foul there. Mendoza wasn't quite sure what exactly she wanted to do with that there. So 0 and 1 to count to Mendoza from McKinnon Olds. Pitch on the way. Fly ball this time down the first baseline and out of play. So a couple foul balls makes the count 0 and 2 on Mendoza. With one away. Pitch from Knowles. Swings. Little foul tip caught by the catcher. Alexa Cottingham, so that's strike three, foul tip caught. Two strikeouts in the inning now to start the bottom of the second for Knowles. That'll bring up Emily Cook. Emily, 222 hitter, got three RBIs, does have a double on the air. 344 on base percentage, so she can milk, she can milk the count a little bit and takes ball one. McKenna Knowles, seeing her eighth batter, and has only started off with strike one on three of those so far. Swings and misses. Emily Cook swings through a fastball from Knowles. That evens it up at 1-1. Mom 
Bottom of the second inning. Mama throws goal leading one nothing over the D-Mac Lady Chiefs. Pitch on the way. Just off the outside part of the plate. Two and one now. To Cook. The nine hitter, Alana Register, the designated player for the Titans on deck. Rolls back around to the top of the order. Takes a strike. Two and two the count now to Cook. Got five walks and 29 plate appearances. That's how that on-base percentage gets up about the 344 mark. Foul ball out of play up over the screen, up over the press box. It ends up in the parking lot. The count stays at two and two with two away. And the pitch rolls. Up and away from all three. So that fills the count up three and two. After a leadoff infield single by Adriana Butler, which is the only hit from Hamid Rosal so far, and then a walk to Jordan Mason. Knowles has really settled down and uh, retired five in a row. Up in the zone, well, that breaks that streak. Ball four to Emily Cook. Two-out walk. And Alana Register. Looking down to get May. We have a courtesy runner for Emily Cook. We'll see if we can get a number on the, uh, looks like it's 18. Taylor Glass, the junior, is going to courtesy run for the catcher, Emily Cook. Ball one, two along the register. Register, hitting 211. Four RBIs, does have a double. A double would probably score. Taylor Glass from first. And Glass. Let's got some speed. Little ground ball to the second baseman. Good job by the first baseman. 4-3 is the put out. First baseman almost went and got that. Samantha Lauer at the last minute said, Oop, I need to get back to first base. Let my second baseman handle that. And coming on to make the play was Addison Carruthers over to Lauer. Yeah, out number three. So the two-out walk is stranded by McKenna Knowles. The Titans will lead off the bottom of the third inning with the top of the order. But in this inning, no runs, no hits, no errors. And a runner left on base. Two runners left on base for Monmouth Roseville first, through the first two innings. Through the two innings, it is Monmouth Roseville 1, Deer Creek Mackinac 0. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at Monmouth Park as we get set for inning number three of this Class 2A regional quarterfinal between Monmouth Roseville, the host here at Monmouth Park, and Deer Creek Mackinac. First pitch to the nine-hitter for the Lady Chiefs is up and away. Ball one to Addison Carruthers. Addison. Hitting 190, six RBIs, no extra base hits on the year. And taken for a strike, one and one is the count to Carruthers. McKenzie Knowles. I've been calling her McKenna the whole ball game. I apologize to uh, McKenzie. It's McKenzie Knowles. The pitcher is on deck, back to the top of the order. Ball two to Carruthers. She's trying to set the table here at the top of this order for the Lady Chiefs. And strike two called. About knee high, right on the inside corner of the plate. To the right-handed hitting Addison Carruthers. And this is what they pitch down low. Three and two now. Addison just a freshman. Swings and misses at the pitch from Alexa Hunter. One away here in the top of the third inning. That is strikeout number four. Or Alexa Hunter, and back to the top of the order. McKenzie Knowles, the freshman pitcher. 
she grounded out the third base on a nice play by the third baseman. This pop foul right up and over our Robcast location here. Adriana Butler made a nice play on Knowles to lead this game off. Oh, one pitch now from Hunter to Knowles. Pitcher versus pitcher. Fly ball to center field. Drifting over is the center fielder, Harvey Ashby, to make the play. So, two up, two down here in the third inning. Hold the Lady Chiefs. And now McKenzie Carruthers. McKenna. Get these McKenzie McKenna straight. McKenna Carruthers, junior shortstop. Cleans and misses at the first pitch. Oh, and one to Carruthers. And swings and misses at pitch number two. Hunter just kind of rearing back and just throwing, throwing fastballs right in the zone. He's challenging and a little top up foul. Got in on the hands of Carruthers that time. Good job of McKenna Carruthers to foul that off. That would have been a strike right on the inside corner, but boy, that was a good pitch. How much you could do with that one from Hunter. But Carruthers hanging in there. A little piece of it fouling it off. One to 0-2 strike. Three swings and missed this Carruthers. Down on strikes for strikeout number five. No runs, no hits, no errors. No runners left on base for the Lady Chiefs in the top of the third inning. As we go to the bottom of the third inning, it is Mama Thosville 1, Deer Creek Mackinac 0. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Last pitch from McKenzie Knowles down to second base. Last warm-up pitch for Knowles down to second base. We're getting ready to start the bottom of the third. It'll be the top of the order for Mama Throwsville. Adriana Butler, Jordan Mason, and Carly Ashby. This is how the Titans got the only run of the ball game back in the bottom of the first. A leadoff slap single, infield single by Butler. Got the left-handed batter's box. Same thing. We'll slap him out front. He'll punt and fouls it straight back. So, 0-1 to Adriana Butler. Pesky slap hitter. I played uh, about 25 years of men's fast pitch and never could learn how to slap hit. <laughs> it's a tricky, it's a tricky skill. You got to hit, you got to hit the pitch while you're moving towards the pitcher. A couple steps, and a uh, foul ball down the third base line. So 0-2 now to Butler. Adriana. 264 coming into this one. Of course, she does have the infield single. Now she's down the count 0-2. Inside, ball one, nearly hits Butler. She was moving towards the pitcher. Again, you start, you start in the back of the batter's box and take, as the pitcher's coming to the plate, take a couple steps toward her, just kind of punch it out there. You get kind of a running start. First base, that's the whole key to slap hit. And now a little ground ball to the pitcher over the first, and they get Butler. 1-3 on the put out, one away here in the bottom of the third inning. Jordan Mason, who walked back in the first inning, left stranded at third. The Titans had runners at second and third in the in the bottom of the first inning. You'd get a sacrifice fly by the on-deck hitter right now, Carly Ashby. That's all they could get out of it. And now a bunt fouled straight back by Jordan Mason. Test the corners here of Deer Creek Mackinac. count to Mason from Mackenzie Knowles. Again, who has really settled down after the first two batters of the ballgame from Mama Roseville. Inside, ball one, one and one. 
after the single and walk to lead the game off for Mama Groseville. Just one base runner since. Third batter of the ball game. Foul straight back by Jordan Mason. Good cut by Jordan. Foul straight back. Now she's behind in the count. One, two. Two strikeouts in the game for Mackenzie Knowles for Lady Chiefs of Deer Creek Mackinac. And now right up the middle, single. Right, literally right over second base. Just about hit second base. And now it gets by the center fielder. So Mason is going to hustle to second. Now they throw it away on the infield. And it looks like Mason is going to get to third. So a couple of errors on the play. First ball, a single by Mason. Right over the pitcher's head. It nearly hit second base in the air. Landed just behind second base. And then a misplay by the center fielder to allow Mason to go to second. And then on the throw back to the infield. Another error and allows Mason to get the third one away. That's huge with one away, just any kind of contact here. Unless it's a pop-up on the infield, should score the runner. Out ball one to Ashby. She's got the only RBI of the game. Sacrifice fly back in the first inning. Scoring Butler. That's her 20th RBI on the season for Ashby. And now ground ball to shortstop. That'll get the run home. Another RBI ground out for Ashby. It's a nice round of applause from the uh, Titan side. Teammates in the dugout giving her a high five. So it's 2 up in Monmouth Roseville. Good hustle by Mason. Taking advantage of the two errors by the Lady Chiefs on her single to center. That's got the Titans to run here. 2 nothing, Monmouth Roseville. Two away. Alexa Hunter at the plate. And now a little fly ball to second base caught by second baseman for the Lady Chiefs, uh, Addison Carruthers. So that will end the inning, but the Titans get another one on the board. A one-out single by Jordan Mason after a couple of errors. Scores on the ground out by Carly Ashby. 2 nothing, Monmouth Roseville through three full innings of play here for Monmouth Park. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Sitting out the top of the fourth inning here for the Lady Chiefs of Deer Creek Mackinac. The three-hitter, Isabella Weir, she struck out. The end of the first inning of this ball game takes ball two. The second pitch from Alexa Hunter is outside two and zero. Oh. Hunter has not walked the batter yet. Has five strikeouts, giving up one hit and a swing and miss by Isabella Weir. Might have swung at ball three there in the dirt and just swung right over the drop ball from Alexa Hunter. 2-1 now, fly ball out to right field, going to hang up in the wind. First baseman is going to drift out and make it nice. For second baseman, nice play by the second baseman for Mama Roosevelt, Christina Dilley. It looked like it was trouble off the bat. A little uh, in-between pop-up between the first baseman and the right fielder and hustling over was Dilley to make the play. So one away, and Alexa Cottingham, the freshman catcher, cleanup hitter for the Lady Chiefs. 0-1, grounded out to short her first time up and takes strike one from Hunter on the outside. This is a little above the belt. 0-1 to Cottingham. Cottingham hitting 369. And that's ball one to Cottingham. Was really close in the zone. Called the ball by the home plate umpire. Now a ground ball driven back to the pitcher. Hunter bare hands it, throws it to first, and gets the runner. Alexa Cottingham out at first. Nice play by Hunter. Make the bare hand on the dribbler. It's a two away. 
They get Cunningham, who's a 369 here. That's second highest on on the uh, Lady Chiefs so far over two today. So here's the hitter with the only hit of the ball game for the Lady Chiefs, Leah Grimm. And fouls one back off the backstop. Unofficially, I've got Alexa Hunter with 52 pitches here through two outs into four, so very efficient. And strike two called to Aliyah Grimm. One for one, the only hit of the ball game. One out in second in the second inning. Now stranded at second. And takes a little off curve or a, a total change up there and had Grimm completely fooled. Takes it for a strike. That was a really slow change up there. Like a lob pitch there from Alexa Hunter, but it does the job. Six strikeout now for Alexa. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no runners left on base. As we go to the bottom of the fourth inning, Mama Roseville on top, two to nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at Mama Park as we get set for the bottom of the fourth inning. It will be the five, six, seven hitters from Mama Roseville, Christina Dilly, Ayana Arteaga Randolph, and Lucinda Mendoza against Mackenzie Knowles for the Deer Creek Mackinac Lady Chiefs. Again, the winner will play tomorrow night at the Farmington Regional, the regional semifinal game. Brimfield Elmwood, 19 and 6 on the season, the top seed in the Tremont subsectional. The Farmington Regional and the Kiwani Regional will play each other in the Tremont sectional semifinals. Next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow night, ball one to Christina Dilley. She popped out the third to end the first inning. Christina, a two sixty-two hitter coming into this ball game. And the pitch from Knowles. Inside and low, so ball two to Christina. D Mac, Mama Throwsville here, playing the winner. Or uh, Brimfield Elmwood taking on the winner of this one. Farmington and Knoxville, the other semifinal in Farmington. And a strike to Dilly. Above the belt on the outside corner. Also in the Tremont sectional will be the Rockridge Regional winner and Chillicothe IBC Regional. Dirt ball two or ball three, three and one now to Billy. Of course, at the Rockridge Regional, you're defending class 2A state champs and winners of 58 games in a row. The Rockridge Rocket, that is tied for the second longest streak in IHSA softball history behind Casey Westfield. I think they had 69, so. Even if they, even if the Rockridge Rockets make a run here all the way to the title, they won't pass Casey Westfield. Although there's a strike two to Christine Dilley as she's, like she was taken all the way there on the three-one pitch. Count is full. Uh, Rockridge, I think, can only get seven more wins if they win the whole thing. Ground ball to the second baseman. Ooh, bobbled by the second baseman, but time flips it over to get the out. Dilley out, ground out. Four-three. Addison Carruthers bobbled a little bit, picked it up, and from second base had plenty of time to get it over to the first baseman for the out. Now, Ayana Artiaga Randall. She struck out to lead off the second inning. little line drive right back to the pitching circle in the center field for a base hit for Artiaga Randall. She took that thing right back up the middle, just off the, just off the glove of Mackenzie Knowles, the pitcher for the Lady Chiefs. Well, maybe she's going to catch that in the air. Just tipped off the top of the glove and 
going into center field. So a one-out single by Ayana Arriaga-Randolph will bring up Lucinda Mendoza. She struck out back in the second inning. That's the uh, last strikeout for Mackenzie Knowles. Swings and misses. Now they throw down real quick trying to get Arriaga-Randolph out. Arriaga Randolph makes it back in safely. And strike one to Mendoza. Knowles rocks and fires. Ground ball foul at the plate. Listen to Mendoza. She's down to count 0-2. The Rockridge Regional, besides the Rockridge Rockets, Orion and Mercer County playing tonight. The winner... It's the uh, it's the reward of playing the Rockridge Rockets tomorrow night. Also, Princeton and Riverdale in that uh, regional as well. Changeup bounces into the catcher. It's right in front of home plate. So, ball one. Two Mendoza, good block there by the catcher. Alexa Cunningham. So, Artiaga Randolph was uh, did not get to advance the second on that. Pitch on the way, one, two, just missing high. Ooh, that was a nice pitch from Knowles, but count is 2-2 two, two on Mendoza. Pitch there from Knowles, I'd like to know what that one missed at. Swings and misses for strike three. Third strikeout, second time for Mendoza. Third strikeout for Mackenzie Knowles. That's two away now. Artiaga Randolph still at first, and Emily Cook at the plate. She walked back in the second inning, a two-out walk for Cook. First pitch from Knowles outside for ball one. One and zero the count to Cook. Pitch on the leg, just outside. Two and zero, so missing inside and outside on Cook, right-handed hitter. And there goes Hardy Randolph. Throw down to second, diving head first in there and out. Nice play by the shortstop as Hardy Randolph goes diving into second. He's thrown out stealing. Good play by the shortstop. That ball. From the catcher, well, it looked like it caught the catcher, Lexa Cunningham, by surprise and jumped up and had just just throws a strike down to second base. And it's a shortstop. McKenna Carithers puts the tag on Ariel Randolph. So that ends the inning. So Cook now will lead off the bottom of the fifth inning. No runs on one hit, third hit for Mama Roseville today. No errors in the inning and no runners left on base. So after four full innings of play at Mammoth Park, is the Mount Roseville Titans 2, the Deer Creek Mackinac Lady Chiefs 0. We'll be back in 30 seconds here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Back here at Mount Park as we start inning number 5. It'll be Emerson McDaniel, Aubrey Weishop, and Samantha Lauer. That's the six, seven, eight hitters in the Lady Chief lineup. McDaniel struck out looking back in the second inning. Lex 106 strikeouts from Mount Roseville. And this takes a strike. McDaniel takes the first pitch for a strike from Hunter. No walks. I only want to jinx. Oh, one walk. Um, 
Aubrey Weishop walked. The only walk given up by Hunter today. A little ground ball dribbler back to Hunter. And throws the out at first. 1-3 on the putout. Just one hit for the Lady Chiefs. And Weishop up. She walked back in the second inning. Put runners on first and second with two away. But then Hunter got Samantha Lauer. And a strikeout to end that threat. First pitch to Weishop. Catches the plate for strike one. Second pitch. Ooh, it hits. Weishop. So Weishop will take first. Now the tying run comes to the plate in the name of Samantha Lauer. See what the power numbers for Samantha Lauer. Now 0-69 average, couple RBIs, no extra base hits. And she struck out swinging to end the second inning threat by the Lady Chiefs. Strike one, two, power. 54 pitches coming into this inning, and another one, two, three, four, five. So 59 unofficial pitches for Alexa Hunter. She's hit the zone quite a little bit. There's a foul ball down the first baseline. Hits the screen just before the dugout here at Monmouth Park. Lots of foul territory here at Monmouth Park from the uh, from first and third on around the home plate. 0-2 to Lauer. Ground ball foul down to the third baseman. Picks it up before it can roll back fair. Still 0-2. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Uh, hit pitch by Weishaw. Other than that, Hunter has thrown nothing but strikes for the past four batters. Five batters now. And Swallow has a strikeout by Lauer. That's her second time down on strikes. And strikeout number seven for Alexa Hunter. Two away. Nine-hitter, Addison Carruthers. She struck out to begin the third inning. Swings and misses at the first pitch from Hunter. She is just rearing back and throwing in the zone. She hit Weishaupt in this inning, who's still at first base, and threw a ball to Alexa Cottingham six batters ago. And now ball one to Carruthers, so that breaks the streak. One-on-one to Carruthers. Lead-off hitter Mackenzie Knowles on deck. Swing and miss by Carruthers. The count goes to one and two. With two away, top of the fifth inning. Two-nothing, Monmouth Roseville leading the Lady Chiefs. And swings and misses for strikeout number three. That's three outs, ladies. There you go. Now you decided to come on in. Eight strikeout for, for Alexa Hunter. In the inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, and a runner left on base. As we go to the bottom of the fifth inning, it's Monmouth Roseville 2, DMAC 0 here in a regional quarter, class 2A regional quarterfinal matchup at Monmouth Park. We'll be back in one minute. Back here at Monmouth Park, high school softball here as we start regional play around the state of Illinois today. Regional quarterfinal action, play-in game, whatever you want to call it. I prefer to call it the quarterfinal instead of a play-in game. Quarterfinal sounds much more dignified and cooler. Emily Kick Cook will start off the uh, bottom of the fifth inning here for Monmouth Roseville. Takes a ball inside. Had to skip out of the way of that pitch from Mackenzie Knowles. She was at the plate when Hardiaga Randolph got thrown out trying to steal second. So she'll get another look at Mackenzie Knowles here in the bottom of the fifth. Ball two outside. Try to set the table here for 
the ninth hitter, Alana Register, and she can get on them. I'll put a couple runners on to the top of the order. Along with Roseville. Squares a bunt. Nice bunt down the third baseline. Just going to roll foul, or she would have beat that before the third base and even picked it up. What a nice bunt there from Emily Cook that just, just rolled foul. No chance at all for uh, Isabella Weir to, to uh, throw out Cook on that if it stays fair. 2-1 counts. No hitters count here for Cook. Fly ball out of play. Pop foul out of play, right? Over the Titan dugout on the first baseline. 2-2 two, two is the count to Cook. Leading off the bottom of the fifth inning. Quickly moving game here. Mama Roseville 2. Deer Creek Mackinac 0. And the changeup take it for strike 3. As uh, Mackenzie Knowles did a little bit of Alexa Hunter there. Or Alexa Hunter did a little bit of Mackenzie Knowles with the uh, changeup that floats in like a like a lob pitch. Like, like a, almost a slow pitch. Slow pitch softball pitch there. But it gets the strikeout looking of Cook. That is strikeout number 4 from Mackenzie Knowles. The nine hitter along the register takes strike one. Three hits from Ramoth Roseville in the ball game, just one for Deer Creek Mackinac. 0 1 pitch, swung and missed by along the register. Doesn't hit player today, hitting for Kaya Patterson, right fielder for Ramoth Roseville. 0 2 pitch from Knowles, tried to change up again this time. Held on to the ball a little too long, and Emmett throws it over the catcher's head. Ball one, one and two, just uh, grip lasted a little bit too long there. One-two pitch. Swings and misses. Strikeout number five. Back-to-back strikeouts now for Knowles. Actually, looking at the scorebook, that's three strikeouts in a row for Knowles. Mendoza to finish the fourth inning, and the first two batters here, Cook and Register. Five strikeouts. For Mackenzie Knowles. And that brings up the leadoff hitter, Adriana Butler. Left-handed slap hitter for now she's going to try to bunt and fouls it straight back. And Butler down the count 0-1. She's one for two. Single that scored in the bottom of the first inning and then grounded out back to the pitcher in the third inning. And takes ball one, one and one to Butler. Pretty dangerous hitters behind Butler. She can get on even here with two outs. Jordan Mason, Carly Ashby, and Alexa Hunter. One one pitch with two away, bottom of the fifth inning, fouls it at the plate. A little slap. Attempted slap hit there from Butler. Just gets a piece of it. So one and two now to Adriana. Mama Throwsville trying to win their second postseason game in program history. Had their first last year. And a slap right down to the third baseman foul. Third baseman for the Lady Chiefs. Isabella Weir fields it in foul territory. So Butler stays alive. One, two, two away, bottom of the fifth inning. Knowles rocks and deals. Little pop-up to the pitcher. Kenzie Knowles makes the play. That ends the fifth inning. Three up, three down for Ramos Roseville. No runs, no hits, no errors, and no runners left on base. After five full innings of play here at Monmouth Park, 
It's the Titans of Monmouth Roseville leading Deer Creek Mackinac. 2 nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Welcome back to high school softball here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Cool season softball. Monmouth Roseville with a 2 nothing lead here through the first five innings. Against Deer Creek Mackinac Lady Chiefs. Titans trying to get their seventh win of the season. Set a program record last year with eight wins. To get that eighth win, they're going to have to win tonight and tomorrow night at the Farmington Regional against Brimfield Elmwood. 19 and 6 Brimfield Elmwood. Monmouth Roseville had not played Brimfield Elmwood this season. Deer Creek Mackinac, the Lady Chiefs did play at Deer, uh, Brimfield Elmwood back in mid April and lost to Brimfield Elmwood 13 to 2. Don't know if you can get any comparison out of that, but. Right now, it's going to be the two, three, four hitters. This is uh, Deer Creek Mackinac. Fly ball to left field by Mackenzie Knowles and caught by the left fielder for Monmouth Roseville. High fly ball by Mackenzie Knowles and caught by Lucinda Mendoza, the sophomore left fielder for Monmouth Roseville. So one away. And by Kenneka Rivers fouls it straight back. So one pitch, one out so far here for Hunter. Two pitches, one out. But one pitch, one out. Really off hitter Knowles. Unofficially 66 pitches coming into this inning. And now fouled at the plate. Bump foul by McKenna Carithers, the junior junior shortstop. Uh, she's down in the count 0-2. 66 pitches coming into this inning for Alexa Hunter with 44 strikes. So 67% strike percentage. And there's not a coach... A coach around that would take a 67% strike percentage. Foul off again straight back. So Carruthers, McKenna Carruthers, the junior of the Carruthers, Addison Carruthers, freshman, second baseman, and loses the grip on, on something and basically almost rolls it into home plate. It hits about halfway between the pitching circle and home plate and misses with a fastball up and away. So 2-2 after three foul balls by Carruthers. She's now milked it to 2-2. And now it's over to the third baseman, coming on to make the play, and quickly across the diamond, getting the runner. Out at first. Nice play there by Adriana Butler. Just a little dripper down the third baseline. Comes up and makes the play, makes a strong throw over to Ariana Ardiaga randolph for out number two. So two away here in the top of the sixth inning. It's a quickly moving game. A little over an hour played, and we got two outs in the top of the sixth. Isabella Weir, she has struck out and popped out. Takes the first pitch for a ball. From Alexa Hunter. Full week of games. Not full, full, but uh, pretty busy schedule week of games. We'll talk about that schedule between innings. Fly ball to center field. Center fielder coming on. He gets over the center fielder's head. That is Harley Ashby. So pulling in with the second hit of the ball game is a double by Isabella Weir. Just a uh, fly ball. It looked like Ashby was getting a beat on it. It just, just kind of kept going on Carly. Good play by uh, Ashby to get it back in to hold Weir to a double. So now the tying run comes to play in the name of the cleanup hitter, Alexa Cunningham. She's a freshman. She has grounded out a couple of times to the shortstop and back to Hunter. And takes up high for ball one. Cottingham is a 369 hitter. She does have a home run, two triples and seven doubles. Leads the team in doubles. 
and takes ball two. If you're Hunter, you got to be smart here. you got an open base with Aliyah Grimm on deck. Grimm does have a hit tonight, but she's also struck out looking. And swings and misses by Connie. Just took a big cut at the outside fastball. At the outside fastball. Now a quick throw down to second by Emily Cook and nearly, nearly picked off Isabella Weir. Boy, that would have made head coach Kerry Leach just uh, crazy. If you get picked off second in a situation like this with your cleanup hitter up. And now Cunningham takes strike two. So 2-2 two, two with two-way big pitch here. Bounces it in. That makes it a bigger pitch on the next one. And again, back to my thought at the beginning of this that night, you got an open base. You don't want to fool around and throw something right down the middle of Cunningham. This game could be tied pretty quick. 3-2 and throws it away. Hits the backstop. And now going to second base is going to be Cunningham on the ball four walk. It was high. It hit the backstop. It hit a pull on the backstop and then dribbled up the third baseline. So Weir goes to third, and Cunningham wisely goes to second. So now the tying run is at second base. And a grounder to the third baseman. Across the diamond, the Titans get out of the uh, trouble. Hunter induces Aliyah Grimm to hit a ground ball to Adriana Butler, who throws it across the diamond for out number three. So with the tying run at second base, Hunter gets Grimm to ground out to end the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors. And two runners left on base. That's five runners left on base for the Lady Chiefs through their uh, six at-bats. Now with two hits in the ballgame. But no runs across the plate. So we'll head to the bottom of the sixth inning. And we'll talk about the schedule we've got coming up this week here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. We're going to have some other postseason baseball and softball. No game tomorrow night. Wednesday night, we will be at United High School for the United Baseball semifinal, Class 1A regional semifinal. At United High School, the Red Storm will play the winner of the West Central Heat and West Prairie Cyclones. Seeding-wise, West Central is the 8th seed, West Prairie is the 11th seed. So if the seeds hold, it'll be United versus West Central, a couple Lincoln Trail Conference foes going at it on Wednesday night from United High School at 430. Friday night, should the West Central Heat softball team win their Tuesday night game tomorrow night, they'll be playing a regional championship game. So we're just looking at seating-wise. Regional championship on Friday between West Central and then whoever comes out to uh, to meet the Heat. But uh, Heat having a great year, 26-4 for the Heat. Let's see if I can uh, find my list here. I believe they're 26-4. Or 24-6, one of the two, for uh, West Central Heat. Seats hold, they'll play for regional championship on Friday night, and we'll have that on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Then we'll have a regional championship somewhere on Saturday morning. That's our schedule for the week. Tonight, Wednesday, and hopefully Friday, and hopefully Saturday. Bottom of the sixth inning, we'll see if Mama Roseville can get some, in, some uh, insurance runs here. It's two, three, four hitters. That's the part of the order you want to be in for sure. And Jordan Mason fouls the first pitch from Mackenzie Knowles straight back. Mason has reached both times that she's been up, walked back in the first inning, and singled and scored in the third inning. 
and a little jam shot on Mason right in on the hands. Inside, she fouls it straight back, so holding two. Now for Knowles. Knowles with five strikeouts in the ballgame through the first five innings. Hunter has got uh, eight strikeouts through six innings. Fly ball down the left field line. We'll see if it stays fair. No, just going to hook foul. Mason close to going two for two and all three times up on base. The Titans playing tonight, and they're playing the last uh, at least couple of games about Carly Waddell. Big bad lineup for Mama Rosa. She's been out sick. Hopefully, get uh, should the Titans hang on here, get Carly back to tomorrow night's game against Brimfield Elmwood. Ball one to Jordan Mason. Doesn't bite on the high pitch from Knowles on a waste pitch up in the zone, trying to get Mason to chase. She's didn't go for it. So one, two now to Mason. And foul, just getting a piece of it. It's Jordan. Jordan Mesa just getting a piece on that outside pitch, just kicking off the end of the bat. Staying alive. Carly Ashby on deck, Alexa Hunter in the hole. So that's two of the main hitters. Pulling the Titans on deck and in the hole. And swinging right through a fastball. And dropped by the catcher, but plenty of time to throw out Mason at first. So the drop third strike, strikeout. Strikeout number six for Knowles. Through six innings and one away. It's a big strikeout. Keeping the bases clear in front of Carly Ashby and Alexa Hunter. Here's Ashby. She's got a sacrifice fly RBI in the first inning. And then another ground out RBI. She's got both RBIs from Mama Throwsville this afternoon. And takes first pitch for a strike. Oh, up in the zone. Haven't seen the umpire call that one in that spot all afternoon long, but calls a strike here on Ashby. And now hits a changeup right past the shortstop. Shortstop gets a glove on it, barely, as she was going to her left. So a hard single by Ashby. It's her first hit of the ballgame. She's one for one, or one for two. And that'll bring up Alexa Hunter. Well, she just waited back nicely on that changeup. Changeup by Knowles had gotten a couple of hitters from Almond Roseville for strikes, but Ashby just kept her weight back and drove that thing right back almost up the middle. Now a little fly ball to right field. It's going to fall in for a base hit. They'll try to get the force at second, and they don't. It just falls in front of the right fielder, Aubrey Weishaupt. And Ashby, who was holding up, thinking maybe it might be caught, she was kind of caught in no man's land. Weisop just didn't quite get it picked up in time. That gave Ashby enough time to get to first. So back-to-back singles here by Ashby and Hunter. Puts a couple runners on for Mama Throws on the bottom of the sixth inning, looking for a little insurance here. Already with a 2 nothing lead. And Christina Dilley, she has popped out and grounded out. And up high in the zone. Dancing at second base is Carly Ashby just daring to throw in behind her. One away, first and second. Mama throws her with a 2 nothing lead, looking to add here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Looking at the stop of the seventh for the Chiefs. They have got 6-7-8 in their order. And now a bunt foul. And the foul 
kicked back off the catcher off the foul bunt. Looks like it might have gotten the catcher just in the side. Just in the side of uh, Lexa Cunningham. She stood up once the uh, once the uh, hitter, Christina Dilley, squared around the catcher. The catcher for the Lady Chiefs. Alexa Cottingham kind of got up out of her crouch and a foul tip bun attempt by Dilly comes back and hits hits the catcher right in the right hip. Just outside of the chest protector. So one on one count to Dilly. In the dirt. Ball two and good heads up base runner by Mama Roosevelt. And it's in the dirt and kicks away from the catcher just enough. Ashby got a great jump on it. And then once Ashby went, Hunter went from first. And one goes, you both go. And now it tightens with two runners in scoring position with one away and a 2-1 count on Dilly. Chance to add on here. Big runs as we go to the bottom of the seventh fly ball down the right field line. It's going to fall. It's a fair ball. It's going to be a two RBI double for Mama Roseville. Coming across is Hunter. So Christina Dilly, two RBI double down the right field line, and it literally hit right on the painted line down there in the right field line. Ashby comes across with run number three, followed by Hunter with run number four. And it is nothing. the tight still in business. Now the runner in scoring position. Ball one to Ariana Ardiaga Randolph. She's singled in the ball game and struck out. She's one for two, trying to add on another one here. Ooh, this time a fly ball down the left field line. Hits off the foul pole and comes directly back and hits the third baseman. Isabella Weir, poor Isabella. It was a, there's some pretty big poles here, light poles here at Monmouth Park. And boy, it just really glanced off of one. Right beside third base and comes back back and hits third base. Now fly ball to center field, hooking away. It's going to fall in between the center fielder and left fielder, and it's going to be a double. And a run comes across the plate. Dilly scores, trades places with Randolph. She pulls into second with an RBI double. Already over Randolph, two for three. And now the Titans lead 5 nothing. Just keep adding on insurance runs here. That'll bring up Lucinda Mendoza. She struck out a couple times. Still just one away. Earner in scoring position. And a little button on the third baseline. It's going to go foul. Good idea there by, by Mendoza. Struck out a couple times. Try to lay one down. And uh, maybe get the release of runner to third. And maybe get yourself on. But an 0-1 count now with one away to Lucinda Mendoza. Pitch on the way. High in the zone. Ball one, one and one. We got cut baseball tonight. Pre-game show scheduled to start at 6.05. First pitch, 6.40. It's the Cubs and the Pirates. Strike right on the outside corner about belt high to Mendoza. So now she's down on the count, one, two. Cubs and Pirates. My Pittsburgh Pirates. Took three out of four from the Cubs last time around. The Cubs got a 21 nothing win. Over the Pirates now swung on a miss, so a strikeout. Mendoza down for the third time today, and it is the sixth strikeout, seventh strikeout 
on Mackenzie Knowles. And now we've got uh, a little change here. We might have a maybe with two away, maybe a pinch runner for Hardyalga Randolph at second. Oh, we have a pinch hitter. And since Cook is the catcher, this is probably going to be a uh, yeah, pinch hitter. And then Cook will come back in and re-enter to catch. But right now it's going to be number 19 from out of Roseville. It's going to be Zeta Martin is going to hit for Cook here with a runner at second base and two away. Look at Zeta Martin's numbers for Monmouth Roseville. A 083 hitter does have four RBIs. And the first pitch up and away to Martin. So 1-0. Titans have pushed across three insurance runs here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Lead went from two to nothing to five to nothing. Ground ball right back to Knowles. Nice play by McKenzie Knowles and gets the out. That will end the inning for Monmouth Roseville, but a big inning for the Titans. Four straight hits, a couple of singles, followed by a couple of doubles by Christina Dilly and Ariana Hardiaga Randolph. So those four hits have produced three runs. So the Titans will take a five nothing lead. Three outs away from moving on in the postseason here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at Monmouth Park as the Titans are going to try to put a capper on their second postseason win in as many seasons. The second straight season with the postseason win after going several years without a postseason win. They're going to try to go back-to-back years and get themselves a date in the semifinals with the Brimfield Elmwood Lady Indians. And take it for a strike as Emerson McDaniel is going to try to keep things going here. And Lex Hunter is going to try to shut her down. 0 1 pitch. Ground ball fouled on the first baseline. Now 0 2. Lex Hunter pitching a shutout here. Only give up two hits. Second inning single to Aaliyah Grimm and a two out double in the back in the sixth inning. Now a fly ball to the second baseman. Picked up and drops it. And can't quite make the play. A little tweener pop-up between the first baseman, Ariana Artiaga-Randolph, and the second baseman, Christina Dilly, falls in. So it's going to be called a base hit, just kind of a little pop-up that fell between the first and second baseman, and neither one can make the play. So a leadoff hit by McDaniel. Third hit, and now a strike. Right on the outside corner to the left-handed hitting Aubrey Weishaupt, who has walked and reached on a hit-by-pitch back in the fifth inning. Walked in the second. Low, ball one to Weishaupt. Up by five, Mama throws with this counting outs now. The runner at first base, McDaniel, doesn't mean much of anything. Just try to count outs now if you're the defense. Mama throws a swing and misses by Weishaupt. The first swing of the day for uh, Aubrey. Walked on five pitches back in the second inning and got hit by the second pitch you saw in the fifth. So one and two. They see up high and away. So two and two on the left-handed hitting. Sophomore, Humphrey Weishaupt. Pitch from Hunter inside and it's by Emily Cook. Just tips off Cook's glove. So down the second base goes McDaniel and takes the force off. And a full count to Weishaupt. 
you don't want to fool around here and put the uh, couple of runners on at the bottom of the order, then roll back around to the top of the order with the Chiefs. And a ball, and it gets away from Cook again. And that's ball four. So McDaniel will go down to first. Or McDaniel will go down to third on the wild pitch. Weishaupt will go to first. So runners on the corners now with nobody out. And the eight hitter, Samantha Lauer, she struck out a couple times in the second and fifth inning. And Hunter swings and misses. Throw down the second. Hunter not going. Emily Cook thought she was going there and threw down the second. Oh, one pitch now to Lauer. As Cook just jumped up and fired it towards second. Luckily, the uh, shortstop from Monmouth Roseville, Jordan Mason, was on her toes and goes over and gets it before it could get into the outfield. Swings and misses by Samantha Lauer. So after a walk to Weishaupt, Lexa Hunter has came back now with back-to-back strikes. Swinging by Lauer. 0-2 pitch. Swings and misses. Strike three. Strikeout number nine for Hunter and out number one. That's an all-important out. Sometimes that first one's the hardest to get. And Hunter just got it there. And now she's going to see Addison Carruthers, who has struck out a couple of times now. It gets by Cook again, but not far enough that McDaniel can go. But Weishoff does go down to second base. Just a little wildness here from Alexa Hunter. Maybe a little tiredness, too, as a reasonably warm day, and the Titans haven't played on too many warm days this whole spring. So maybe a little uh, tiredness by Cook behind the plate. Swings and misses. Addison Carruthers, freshman second baseman. Count is now 1-1. With one away. Those runners at second third don't mean anything to Hunter. She just needs to get the hitter and then one more out. And swings and misses. Carruthers down on strikes. That's the 10th strikeout. Double-digit strikeouts for Hunter. Two away, and the Titans are one out away from moving on to the regional semifinals tomorrow night in Farmington. Leadoff hitter swings and misses Mackenzie Knowles. Oh, that, that was the strikeout. I thought I had two strikeouts or two strikes in my book. That was Carruthers. They brought Carruthers back to the plate. And now she's down on strikes for out number 10. I, that, I had two strikes in my book, but... Carruthers sort of heading back to the dugout. Now they brought her back to the plate. She strikes out, and the first pitch to Mackenzie Knowles is a foul ball. Now we're all straight. Second and third, two away. Final throws the leads 5 nothing over Deer Creek Mackinac. Trying to nail down this third out. Fly ball to center field. That's deep and gone. That's a home run from Mackenzie Knowles. That's why it was super important to get that 8-9 hitter. If they would have reached, the very possibly been a tie ball game here. Now, the old proverbial three-run homer rally killer in the seventh inning. Now nobody's on. The pressure is off of Hunter. But a three-run shot by Mackenzie Knowles. Is that, how many home runs is that for Mackenzie this year? That is her fourth home run for Knowles. And now it's 5-3. to Titans still up by two. Boy, those insurance runs are huge now for Mount Roseville in the bottom of the sixth inning. Swings and misses McKenna Carruthers. See if uh, Hunter can bounce back here. 
calling the three-run homer now, ball in the dirt, so one-and-one to Carruthers. If she reaches, that will bring the tying run to the plate in the name of Isabella Weir. Strike taken, so one-and-two. One-and-two to Carruthers. Now, D-Mac down to their final strike. Pitch from Hunter in the dirt. Two-and-two. What is, does Weir have any home runs on the year? Yeah, no home runs. And there it is. Strike three. Call looking is McKinney Carruthers. And the Titans win the ball game five to three. Made it a little interesting there at the end. But the Titans are going to move on to the semifinals of the Farmington Regional to play Brimfield Elmwood tomorrow night. 19 and 6 Brimfield Elmwood at 4.30 at Farmington. Farmington High School. Uh, postseason win for Mount Roseville. They're second in as many years. So uh, kudos to head coach Jared Hippen, assistant coach Ted Dilley, and and uh, Coach Hippen's daughter, also helping doing the uh, the uh, coaching pitching wise for Mama Throws. Well, congratulations to the coaching staff and the players as they get the uh, postseason win and they'll move on in the inning for the DMAC Lady Chiefs. Three runs on two hits, no errors in the inning. And then uh, no runners left on base. So your final score, Mama Throwsville 5, Deer Creek Mackinac 3. We'll be back with the post-game show in three minutes. Welcome back to Mama Parkers. We put a capper on this Mama Throwsville Titan postseason win. Quarterfinal win over the Deer Creek Mackinac Lady Chiefs 5-3. to three. The Titans will move on to tomorrow night's semifinals at the Farmington Regional to take on the Brimfield Homewood. Lady Indians. We'll start the post-game show, which is sponsored by Laris Collision Center. If you have collision damage repair, call Laris Collision Center at 734-1949. Laris Collision Center, they've got something for everyone. Totals for both ball clubs. First for the DMAC Lady Chiefs, three runs on four hits. Uh, the Titans commit, or the, the uh, Lady Chiefs commit a couple of errors and left five runners on base. For Monmouth Roseville, five runs on seven hits. An error-free game for Monmouth Roseville defensively and left uh, three runners on. Joining us on the post-game show, We've got head coach of the Monmouth Roseville Titans, District Jared Hippen. Coach, congratulations. Hey, thank you. Second uh, second postseason win in as many years after going uh, so long without a postseason win. You got back to back. Where are they going to start? Where are they going to put the statue for you out of here, Monmouth Park? We're a long ways from that. <laughs> I can tell you. I can tell you that we're a long ways from that. A uh, good ball game. Just just your. We'll start with just your thoughts on tonight's game. Um, you know, I was. Uh, I was I was impressed with them a little bit. Um, you know, they got a decent pitcher. Uh, I think she's just a freshman. Yeah. Uh, she does a real nice job. I should talk her into coming here. <laughs> you know, everybody else recruits. You might as well. You know, all the private schools. Oh, okay. Nice to out loud. Never mind. Well, finally, somebody on, on the postgame show that, that, that agrees with me on well, certain things. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, uh, I know they, they did a nice job keeping us off balance a little bit. We, you know, we had a couple productive outruns. Uh, you know, um, you know, Adriana Butler got us started in the first inning and took advantage of a of a pass ball. Basically, a couple pass balls got her to third, and uh, you know, and they probably asked you with a nice sack fly to get us a run and one nothing. And later, small ball, small ball in the postseason. Yep, and then came up with a. Uh, you know, Carly Ashby with a nice productive out and, and gotten us her second run with a uh, hard ground ball to, to the shortstop that she had to move a little bit, so that was able to get us a run. And, and then we just kind of strung a couple of hits there in, in the sixth inning. You know, we kept on. We need, thank God we got some insurance runs. Cause <laughs> we told the girls that, you know, it's important to keep scoring and, 
and otherwise you would be uh, going to be coming the bat down one probably in the in the bottom of the seventh. So uh, we strung a few hits. Christine Dilly with a nice little uh, double, I think, scored two, I think, um, and so forth. So you know that was kind of the key hunter. I think got a blooper in that mix. Carly Ashby with a hit. So uh, you know, nice, nice, uh, the nicest bats for our middle of the lineup. Uh, girls, and, you know, we come away with some runs there. Um, think, you know, luckily we had a 5 nothing cushion, and, uh, you know, I didn't recognize that that was a leadoff batter coming up. We probably should have done a little something different. But, um, you know, again, if we didn't walk a couple batters in that in mix, you know, she's never walked into the plate to begin with. But, uh, you know, I thought uh, Lex Hunter threw pretty good tonight uh, at good speed. I uh, was keeping him off balance a little bit. Defense played real well tonight, real well. Um you know, they had a couple of hits, but uh, I thought, uh, you know, right off the bat, first power of the game, Adrian Butler with a nice play that got to her knees, got up, made a throw, got her out. Um, you know, Jordan Mason come in on a kind of a slow ground at short and attacked it and threw out another runner, and we just had some nice plays. Uh, you know, uh, Christina Dilley made a nice little catch in a windy pop-up over behind first base, um, you know, so. They used to playing in the wind a little bit by now. Well, yeah, you would hope. You would hope. But um, I was just uh, I was real pleased with our defense overall, and, uh, you know, that's got to continue. Yeah, in the postseason, that's where that's where it comes down to is is pitching and and defense and and up to the up to the final inning there, I only had uh, I only had uh, Alexa Hunter with I think one walk and then one hits batsman coming into the uh, a couple walks heading into the seventh inning, so she was around the plate and and. It, and like you said, the defense made the plays. That that's the key in getting in getting key hits, and you got key hits. And, and as broadcasters, we always it's the old cliche. Well, we'd like to get some insurance runs here, but boy, did that come through big today. Yeah, you know, and it did. A lot of times, you'll hear me doing seasons like it's time to go get those Geico insurance runs. You know, <laughs> right now on TV or something. So I was uh, glad, definitely, that we picked up the the uh, the, uh, the the extra runs needed them. So. Uh, you know, hey, tomorrow we just come back and, you know, we got a big task in front of us, but, uh, you know, we just got to be up for that challenge and, and go out and play and keep gaining that experience and and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, you, you just go out and compete and you never know. You get Cardi Waddell possibly back tomorrow or uh, potentially? I, I, I potentially. Um, I'll, I'll have to check in on that tomorrow uh, with that. Uh, with yeah, her. Nice. Added bat in the lineup. Added bat. Um, hopefully she's probably been, uh, hopefully she's been doing some stuff. Uh, you know, it's kind of a major. You didn't hear anything about COVID for two months, and then all of a sudden it's <laughs> it's the right time. Yeah, it just shows up out of nowhere. I don't know. Uh, so you know, she never. I don't think she ever had it. She just tested positive had to quarantine, but I don't know. Who knows? So um, yeah, hopefully she's ready to go tomorrow, and and uh, like I said, uh, will help us out defensively. A solid first baseman, and just gives us another bat in that lineup. Coach, good luck tomorrow night. Thanks for joining us here on the post-game show, and we will uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about tomorrow night's game on Thursday morning on the morning show. Yep, sounds great. Can't wait. I know uh, you know everybody will be looking forward to that. <laughs> ratings bonanza. <laughs> ratings bonanza. Everybody tune in. You know, I know your guys' ratings spike up when I get on the radio. <laughs> All right, coach. Thanks a lot. Uh, go celebrate with the girls. Uh, nice job uh, picking up the win. All right, thanks a lot, man. And uh, like I said, you know, it's nice to cut that seven win of the, of the season, and 
One away yeah. from uh, the program record eight. Yeah, right. Yeah, that'd be a big one to get tomorrow night for that. That would be, 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 be a huge you, one. That would be a little <laughs> memorial eight than you know than last year. But uh, you know, it's well, it's getting around it. You know, at least we're we're competing a little bit better. And you know, like I said, things in the past before I got here, and even our first year, um, wasn't good. You know, at one time from the year before I got here, and then my first year, you know, we lost forty five straight softball games and before we end up picking up a win and now we're uh you know we're we still got some a ways to go but uh we just gotta you know we gotta get things rolling you know i keep talking about we gotta get some junior high softball going and some girls playing a little bit more than what what's happening now and i think maybe COVID's kind of hurt the, the the travel ball around here a little bit um you know unless your parents are gung-ho to take you to peoria or the squad cities or something of that nature or you know even just to Knoxville and get on the Lady Extreme or something that, uh, you know, not get on some of those players that uh, are, you know, getting that softball experience. But uh, we'll keep building, keep working on it, and hopefully we'll get to the point where we can, you know, maybe reach that double digits and wins. Well, I sure like the way the program is headed. I'm, I'm unabashedly a baseball softball guy, and I sure like where this, where this is heading. Well, I, I will tell you this. I, I really miss the year that I, you know, I have Bianca Luna sitting next to me who plays at Monmouth College, and uh, you know, I I felt bad that we didn't get to have our senior year, and I really yes. thought that would have been a key turning point in our program that year. But uh, you know, COVID kind of uh, took that away from her and, and that group of seniors. I really thought out of that was the year I really thought we could do something um, with their kind of leadership. And and when that didn't happen, we the girls didn't see what it took on the on the work ethic and and you know the juniors were freshmen at that point. Yeah. And, yes. And, and now they. Uh, you know, they, they kind of missed on, you know, Bianca and Lily Cundiff and all them girls that showed about how to work hard and were really buying into what we were doing. And it, and it was just kind of a lost season there that I really think would have helped continue to even build the program a little farther than where we were. But, you know, that's the way life is right now. And, uh, you know, we just got to keep grinding and keep getting better. Sounds good. Good luck tomorrow night, Coach. Hey, thank you. You bet. That's head coach Jared Hippen with the Monmouth Roseville Titans here as they get the 5-3 win over the Deer Creek Mackinac Lady Chiefs. Uh, some stats. First for Alexa Hunter, seven innings pitch. She gave up four hits. 11 strikeouts for Alexa today. Three runs all earned on the three-run homer by uh, Mackenzie Knowles there in the seventh inning. Make things a little interesting. Three walks and then and hit a bat, hit a batter as well. Uh, Hitting-wise for Monmouth Roseville, Ariana or Ayana Ardiaga Randall. Two for three with an RBI today. Also had a double. One for three for Christina Dilley. She had a two-run double, big two-run double, as it turned out in the sixth inning, a huge two-run double. Also, uh, one for three, Alexa Hunter scored a run. Two RBIs from Carly Ashby. She also was one for two. Uh, had a sack fly to bring home the first run of the ball game back in the first. RBI ground out to extend that lead to 2 nothing, and then single to score in the sixth inning. Also a hit from Jordan Mason, and a run scored, and Adriana Butler a uh, hit and scoring in the first inning as well. For the Deer Creek Mackinac Lady Chiefs, they got a hit from Mackenzie Knowles, a big one, a three-run shot in the seventh inning that made it close, 5-3, to three, with two away there in the, uh, in the top of the seventh. Also with a hit, Isabella Weir had a double in that sixth inning. He hit in the sixth inning and then a hit from Emerson McDaniel as well. So uh, the uh, the Mammoth Roosevelt Titans move on to tomorrow night's regional semifinal. They'll be at Farmington High School taking on the top seat, Brimfield Elmwood, Lady Indians, the Lady Indians at 19 and 6, taking on the now 7 and 17 
Mama throws a little tight. That's 430 at uh, Farmington High School. If you don't have anything going on, uh, head on over to Farmington High School and, and uh, watch some softball and cheer, cheer the Titans on and try to get them back into the regional championship with the second game in a row. Our next broadcast will be Wednesday night from United High School. We'll have some Class 1A baseball regional semifinal action. It'll be United, the, uh, the uh, Red Storm, taking on the winner of, let's see, we got the winner of, it will be the uh, winner of West Prairie and uh, West uh, Central. Could be another matchup between United and West Central. They just met a doubleheader less than a week ago with uh, United sweeping a doubleheader from West Central. Also, Mike Houston checking in. The Monmouth Roseville Titan boys win tonight in Carthage over the Illini West Chargers 2-1. to one. So the Titans will move on to the, uh, the regional semifinals. Uh, this week in uh, in Macomb. They'll be at Macomb for the regional semifinals on Wednesday night. So good luck to uh, Monmouth Roseville in, uh, in in that one as well. Um, uh, good luck to the Titans on Wednesday night. Uh, we'll be at United High School on Wednesday for a regional semifinal action. Uh, more baseball, more softball the rest of the week. Just tune in to the sports report in the morning on WRAM and Sunny 97.7 WMOI. We'll keep you updated on where we'll be with coverage throughout the week. Uh, thanks a ton to Delaney Rexroad for producing tonight's broadcast. Haven't had Delaney on the other side of the mic for quite a while. It's good to have her back in the saddle again. Great job by Delaney, as always, with our board ops. I'm Sean Temple, your final score of Monmouth Roseville 5, Deer Creek, Mackinac 3. That's going to do it for Monmouth Park. Folks, have a great rest of your evening.